You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Under the Dome After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Under the Dome After Show. Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Under the Dome after show. This is episode 105, Blue on Blue. I am Matt Lieberman, and joining me, as always, is the fantastic Miss Jackie Borowski. Hey. Hey. Uh, so, lots to talk about this week. Um, this episode was insane. Yes. It was insane. It was a big, big deal episode. In a episode. great way. I know. Uh, and, like... We knew, of course, on some level that the dome wasn't going to come down right. this week. Right. Well, I mean, it's only episode five and we have 13 episodes. So right. Unless so, they're doing this from, like, purgatory or the beyond. There is not going to be a dome coming down. Right. But we got to see, uh, yet again, what happens to this town when their backs are against the wall and they mm-hmm. think that the end is here. And it caused everybody to clash and change a little bit. Um, I want to talk first, because uh, we have we have a lot of characters to cover. I want to talk about Big Jim first, because he had a lot to do this week. And we were both right. We were both right. We were so both right. last week, we were debating whether or not Big Jim would let Angie out of the fallout shelter. Right. And uh, I, at first I thought, oh, yeah, I'm right, because he doesn't let her out immediately. Right. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to think about the effect that this is going to have on my family and my son, who I just made an effing cop, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't really blow up his spot because that'd blow up my spot. Uh, and Angie's just freaking out. Then, after he finds out that the whole town is going to be leveled by the mother of all bombs, uh, which when when uh, Reverend Coggins was talking about that at the top of the episode, called it. Yeah, this he guy, totally called Moab, it. mother of all bombs. Yes. Haven't heard that phrase since like 2005. Since like the height of the Iraq War, but there it is, mm-hmm. and he let he only lets her go because he's like, well, we're all gonna die. It's not really gonna hurt me in any fashion, but oh man, is it gonna hurt him next week? Unless Junior shoots Angie now that he knows. Oh my God, no! I don't want him to shoot her. I know, I don't either. But he's such a cray cray. I know, but then almost worse. I feel like she almost kind of forgave him at the end of the episode. She gives him her, like, bitch please face and then gives him a hug. I was like, you don't do that after the bitch please face. Exactly. She's like, bitch bitch, please face. And then she's like, but you were only doing it because you thought I was possessed. Get in here, (laughs) you big lug. No! His face is too big to be a normal working person. Okay? No, it it's is. Andy Samberg's face. Why isn't it nicer? It's it's not Andy Samberg's face, because Andy Samberg's face fits on his head. Okay? His face is the size of Manhattan. And this poor actor. No. You probably made him crying in his bedroom right now. He's, he's probably a really nice person in the real world. Right, yeah. He's crying on top of his pile of Under the Dome season one money. No. <laughs> I, I do not take anything back. Uh, but Jim's Jim's kind of in a pickle here, right? 
So yes. Reverend Coggins tells him, you know, uh, you need to repent because he because Reverend Coggins again crazy person, right. right? I also like that Reverend Coggins when they're all going to visiting Dome Day. He's like preaching, and he has like two people that are listening to him, and he's like, "My congregation," and I'm like, "You just talked to two people who I think just walked away." Well, he <laughs> he thinks that God is talking to him through his hearing aid. That's true. So he, he, he probably he's seeing plenty of people who aren't there. <laughs> All the time. In his mind, there are plenty of witnesses to his murder. That's, yes. Yes. Uh, not that his mind matters anymore because he was, again, murdered. Pretty I, efficiently. I am going to miss him. I'm going to miss his, like, amusing, crazy person. Like, he's not, like, thoughtful crazy like Big Jim and Junior. Yeah. He's just, like, balls to the wall. I don't think about anything he's crazy. He's not methodical. Yeah, I'm going to miss the guy who, like, burns pills one at a time mm-hmm. or who, instead of shredding paper, burns it in a house. Well, every good show needs needs uh, a wild card. Right. Someone who's going to engender chaos. Uh, and and he now was, our, well, we have more wild cards, but yeah, our, more wild our cards. funny wild card is gone. Yeah. Well, that's like two wild cards down, because he's down, and then the, the cop who went nuts is down. So right. how many more wild cards do we have? I mean, we have Junior, but he's not that wild, not yet. Oh, he's going to get there. He's going to get wild. You can see it in his eyes. Mm-hmm. His huge eyes. And when Angie hugged him, she should have just slipped the gun out of his hands to be like, the world is Well, ending. no, he had already put the Do gun down. Do you gun? He put the gun down, didn't he? He put the gun down on the... I thought he just the... put it in his lap. No, he put it on the on the nightstand. Oh. He put it on the nightstand, so... My eyes are not what they used to be. Oh, no. Jackie Borowski, <laughs> your eyes are fine. They just aren't as big as Junior <laughs> McHuge face. Anyway, uh, so Jim is backed into a corner. So he he murders Reverend Coggins to keep his secrets safe. Uh, he knows I mean, that... That murder, jeez. I know. Grizzly. Grizzly. Yeah. Just, like, pushed him up into the dome, and then the, the, the hearing aid explodes inside his brain, causing internal bleeding. Just total, total brutality. I know. And he, it doesn't stop him for a second. No. And then he... It's weird because earlier in the episode, he's wondering, where did I go wrong with Junior? Yeah. How could this have happened? And it's like, okay, well, we see how this happened because you're a crazy murderer, which Junior hasn't even gotten to yet. Yeah. Junior has it. Well, we haven't seen that he's murdered anybody, but he's probably murdered some small animals uh, just to train himself. He's like Dexter. And uh, no, Big Jim is, is so deep in denial about his life, about his whole life, yeah. his abilities as a parent, his function as a man, you know, his role in this town, which, you know, Reverend Coggins made the point. like, you think that this town is yours, but it's not anymore. It's it's someone else's. And he doesn't say God there. I know he means God, but it is it is a true point. The town doesn't really belong to any of them anymore. No. Whoever or whatever this dome is or whoever or whatever is controlling it is firmly, firmly in charge of this town and its inhabitants. And only the Dome will decide uh, when and if their suffering will end. Yeah. Uh, so where do we think Where do we think Jim's going to go from here? So now Angie is out. Mm-hmm. He, he let her out. So Junior's tenure uh, as a sheriff, unless she keeps it secret, which, like, after the end of this episode, I'm worried that she will. Right. So that he can stay... On, it, uh, on the sheriff's payroll as a deputy, whatever. And uh, I want her to just blow up his spot already. We need everyone to know about the about the drug making. We need everyone to know about the petroleum. 
he his fingerprints are all over Reverend Coggins' face. So, you know, when someone finds that body, if they dust him for prints, red-handed... Yeah, but he'll probably come up with some excuse, like I was praying with him in his face or something. He was what? He was praying with him in, in his, his face? face. No, his, the the time for him to get away with murder is over because he could have called the he could have called uh, Linda and said Coggins just fought with me, and then I was fighting, and in self defense, you know, I pushed him up against the dome. Like the moment for that, we, has he passed. might say that in the next episode. We I don't guess know. so. Yeah, he might rush into the sheriff's office, weeping and wailing. I'm so sorry. You know, nobody buy it. Come on, people are giving him way too much rope. They're letting him. They're giving him enough, enough rope to hang himself. But I want him to hang himself already. You know, he's he's doing too much evil stuff. Anyway, I don't like bad guys. I want to see bad guys brought to justice. That's my that's my thing. Um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So let's talk about... And it also, he had nobody come visit him at visiting day. No. No. But then everybody he knows is under the dome. Or dead. Or dead. Yeah. Well, I guess he knows some of the random, like, spouses and stuff of the people. That's true. And They I, probably don't like him. I thought for a second maybe he and Rose were going to kindle something. I know. In the cement works. There were so many alluded to... Uh, romances. Alluded to romances in this episode and in the preview for this episode where it looked like we were going to get tons of the world is ending, let's make out makeouts, which I was so excited for because I want to just jumpstart all these romances and get them going. You know, we've got Joe and Nori, but, you know, uh, I'm worried that the only time that they can ever touch each other for more than a second is when there's a Moab being blown up. Uh, you know, electromagnetics... I don't know science. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> I am not a scientist. But what I can say is when the Moab blew up, the electromagnetic field of the dome was altered, altered. significantly. Whether these changes will contain, will persist, time will only tell. I hope that it will just so that Joe and Nori can continue to get together because they're cute together Dang it. They you are know, cute. They they're are they're cute. super cute. Yeah. Are you we know? talking about them now? Yeah, let's talk about them now. Because I like their little walkie-talkies in the beginning. I, I thought know. that was cute. It was, and it was a great, simple way to show the science. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes her up at the at the butt crack of dawn so he can take her out and show her these beautiful butterflies. And oh, how can she yeah. not be charmed by the man who shows her butterflies all up on that dome? <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I, I imagine that Nori's moms feel more secure... In that uh, they're staying with, you know, her, their daughter's would-be boyfriend th- because they can't touch. If yeah. they could touch, I imagine they would be far more nervous about right. that. But do they they do they do know that they both can't touch because of the seizures yet? Do yeah, because that? that's what they both wound up in the hospital for the seizures. Oh, that's right. You know, in the last episode. But I just, I keep thinking they haven't seen that video yet, though. No, they have not seen the video. But that's a complete, but that's... That's a completely even scarier thought. Right. You know, because the dome is communicating through them. So they're they're looking at these beautiful butterflies, and uh, and Barbie wakes up in his car. The butterflies, though, interesting point about the butterflies. So they start to talk about, or uh, Nori starts to talk about how butterflies evolve, and maybe people were changing into something else. So when the bomb goes off, the dome does 
is altered. Yeah. So it's almost like uh, the symbolism of the dome evolving. That is interesting. But then what of that last butterfly at the end of the episode, right? So is it the futility of the dome will never change? You know, the butterfly is still touching the dome, but it's also the last one. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is very interesting. When you yeah. look at that symbolically, is it that uh, the dome cannot be changed, cannot be killed, and it will always be what it is? So it will always be attracting butterflies. There's a butterfly that survived a huge bomb blast and is still there. Is Big Jim that butterfly? Is he the survivor? Or will there be survivors or just, and this is just pure speculation. You say, uh, you know, transformation, and what if they're transforming everyone inside the dome? What if they are transforming, right? And the dome is like an incubator for aliens. I know, big jump, but we don't know where it's from. But just, it's like an incubator for aliens, and they're all becoming aliens, or they're all becoming monsters. These are, this is all very possible. But there's a lot, there is a lot of reference to the, the dome and how it affects the people on the inside in this episode. Very true. Very, very true. So, when we get to, when we get to Visitor's Day, uh, Nori meets her dad. Yes. And she is pissed off. She's pissed off because she's not supposed to have a dad. Supposed to be an anonymous donor. And this guy just shows up because there's news cameras and he wants his second in the spotlight. Or so it would seem. Right? Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never had that situation in my life, but I, I have to imagine that it was pretty earth-shattering. Um, and then, of course... Especially because she thought, she thought he was anonymous and he has all these photos to prove it. To prove yeah. that he's not. Yeah. So he has proof with him, which is, I mean, anybody can come up and say, oh, I, you know, I want to be famous. I want to claim you because I'm sure, like, we saw the People magazine for Linda. Yeah, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. But- Where did he even get the photo considering that all of his stuff is inside the dome? Face Facebook, probably. Yeah, he has it on his, he has the iPad, so. Oh, yeah. No, not an iPad. It is a Microsoft Surface. Oh. Pro- promotional consideration by Microsoft. I don't know anything about technology. Okay. Computer it's, thingies. It's, it's the Microsoft Surface with the snap-on keyboard thing, bright colors. It's nice. So he probably has all of his photos on that. I guess and, so. And I'm sure, because we know that every time a disaster happens in America, they put it on the cover of People magazine. Right. So they're probably all... Right. Kimye's all- baby, for example. <laughs> Uh, is an American disaster. Uh, but why did he bring? Why did he bring his Microsoft Surface with him to a parade, which was only going to last a couple of hours? What was he? What was he doing with it? Maybe he does work things on it at the parade. He's a firefighter. I don't know what work things is he doing. I don't. All right. Anyway, that's just that's just a quibble. I love this show. Uh, just to quibble, but they, they had to fit the promotional consideration in because it pays for the show. Right. Anyway, um, what else? What else with Joe and Nori? So finally, Joe's in full tilt panic mode about his sister. Yes, which we um, somebody commented that in the last episode we didn't, we weren't as we weren't expressing how pleased we were that Joe finally asked about his sister. We, you know what is. I forgot to mention it because we mentioned it when we were watching it. Yeah. And we were like, oh my gosh. And for some reason, I thought 
that translated into here, but That's you guys fine. didn't hear that. You guys didn't hear that, so let's hear it right now. Thank you, Joe, for yes. finally being a good brother, you big dummy. Right. And really looking for... Actually... Actually this time, looking. He was looking, actually looking. Looking to the point of putting yourself in danger of the yes. mother of all bombs. Yes. Finally, finally, finally redeeming yourself Why in that Joe regard. doesn't check her room... We'll never know. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe because he's been in the house and he's checked it dozens and dozens oh, of times. True. That's true. You know, but it, it... And when the first time he checked it, why he didn't see Junior hanging out all creepy with a gun? Yeah. How about that? Ugh, Junior. It's because he's got secret chameleon powers and he can blend into the background. He's probably hiding behind a curtain. Exactly. No, Junior's life is just one big game of hide-and-go-seek, <laughs> but with extra murder. Um... <laughs> He's just, he's he's beyond nutso. I think he just practices that kind of stuff. He practices with his switchblade. Right. He practices hiding in corners. Sure. He practices creeping around town. See, I'd love to see this as like a comedy video. Like if somebody was doing like, like uh, deleted scenes from Under the Dome, Junior's Big Adventure. And it's just like Junior practicing sneaking up on people. Like that to me is hysterical. I would love to see that if someone makes that. Anyway, um... I want to want to move on from our our two love our two teens to uh, our hero who got to make out. They got to make out. Well, okay, the They're, teens got to make yeah. out. Yeah, only couple who got to make only out. couple got to make out was illegal. Gosh darn it! <laughs> Come on, CBS, give us give us some action we can chew on. Stupid. It was cute though. They it made was out. So they cute. made out under a bomb. I know. And then and then the only thing he can think about is like, oh my god, we made out and we didn't have seizures. And she's like, we're alive, stupid. <laughs> oh, Joe. You, you, you're you such a small town boy. And Joe's friend is still an idiot, and he got a dog. He has no friends. He, yeah. although is it we, Ben? Ben is his friend? Ben. Yeah. But Ben has no friends outside the dome. Ben only knows people inside the dome, apparently. Yeah. He doesn't I care. don't think Ben has parents. I think he just grew yeah. from the earth. He's he's a burnout. He's you know he's gonna be that guy who he's gonna buy the cabin someday. Someday yes! he's gonna buy the cabin and it's just gonna be him and his dog and he's just gonna be smoking jays and like. Well, not I am glad that looking... we saw the dog that was rescued from the severed person from yes. the previous episode. I'm glad to know that dog is okay and has not been abandoned by the children who were so excited to see it. I'm glad too. No. Good, good on Ben. Fi- then finally, you know, for taking care of the dog. Fine. He I'll, has one task in this show. He has one. Ta- he's no. He has two tasks: take care of the dog, deliver exposition. Yes. Three tasks: deliver lame jokes. <laughs> uh, four tasks: wear beanies. Okay. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about Barbie and Julia. Um, oh wait, be- my before, favorite romance. Before we talk about them, I'm just going to talk really quickly about uh, a movie called The Adventures of Serial Buddies, which uh, if you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard it, but I'm going to tell you again. So uh, there's this movie created by Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menounos, who found it after Buzz TV. It is now available on SerialBuddies.com and on iTunes, $4.99 to rent, $5.99 to buy. It's a super funny, twisted movie about serial killers who are buddies. If you're a fan of Junior, this is for you. <laughs> or if you're not a fan of Junior and want to laugh at serial killer, you know, bumbling guys, you should watch this. There's, it's loaded with celebrity cameos. Uh, Henry Winkler's in it, Christopher Lloyd, Kathy Lee Gifford, Beth Bears from Two Broke Girls. If you like CBS, there you go. 
Uh, Artie Lang is in it, Christopher McDonald, and uh, the four leads are just really, really funny L.A. comedians. Uh, a lot of you have asked us, hey, how can we support AfterBuzz TV? We love your shows. We love getting them for free, you know, every day of the week. Well, this is how. If you buy or rent this movie, that money is going directly back into AfterBuzz TV, helping us build our third studio so we can put out even more great free content and continue to give it to you, the fans. Uh, that is all the hawking that I'm going to do for right now. Uh, except that I will mention thank you so much for all of the great comments and reviews on iTunes and YouTube. Please keep it up. Please keep reviewing us five stars if you please. Because we have a 16 year old from Canada. I, I like. I, I find it interesting to see who's listening. Yeah, tell us who's listening. Yeah, we, we, I think that's cool. We, you know, we do this. Sh- we do this show because we love Under the Dome, uh, and we love hearing about the people who like sharing that with us. You know, it's for fans by fans. So let us know who the fans are, because we're fans of you. Oh, there's. Aww. I was half expecting the sound effect. It didn't come. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I was trying to figure out what where you were going with it, and I was like, he's gonna. And now, no, 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 now? no? it's all, it's all, it, it, it's improv. Okay, it yeah. happens only once. It never happens again. Uh, okay, time to talk about our favorite couple who still haven't kissed because he killed her husband. I know. It's they Barbie are my and favorite Julia. couple, though. Yes. Barbie and Julia, when will they get over all their baggage and just just do it? When will they get past hand-holding? Yes. When will Although they get I past- do appreciate the hand-holding. Well, yeah. yeah every, everybody needs a little hand-holding. Yeah. Um, but, dang it, I thought that they were going to kiss this week. I thought they were going to kiss this week because in the preview for last week, they just showed like the, the, the dolly in as she's like got the bottle yeah. and, you know, uh, but she, she has forgiven him somewhat. He tried to tell her. He tried to tell her the truth back when he thought that they were all going to die. He was trying to tell her about the fact that he murdered Peter, who, you know, if he doesn't tell her at this point, he's kind of gotten away with it because yes. Visitor's Day came and uh, Peter's sister shows up with a letter from Peter basically saying, you know, I know this is confusing, but don't look for me. Tell Julia she can do better. Hurtful. Mm-hmm. Tears. She figures she's been left. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a jerk if that's actually what it was. But it's not because he's murdered. Uh, so he would, I, I feel that the letter was probably initially about, about, the situation that happened in the cabin right. because he knew there was going to be a showdown. Well, I think he... So he was probably hmm. alluding to the fact that... Well, he was I intending to run. To he me. was yeah. going to go on the run. Yeah. He was going to go on the run. So she would have wound up alone anyway. Yeah. But Her husband was a poop. He was a poop. <laughs> Her, their house was going to be foreclosed on. If the yeah. dome ever comes down, she's homeless. Huge poop, that guy. Uh, but... That is not the case. Instead, uh, she's falling in love with her husband's murder. I know we have no proof that they're falling in love, but come on, guys. They are. They they're like hands. The, they're the two most attractive people in town. Everyone from a town knows that the attractive people get together. 
This is just what happens. And I want someone to sit down with them and explain that to them. It's like, just because we're under a dome doesn't mean that we don't all want gossip. So you guys need to hook up so we have something to look forward to. And they're both, like, smart, capable people. I like that, too. They're not, like... They're not like attractive idiots. Yeah, she jumps right into the shit and he's been in the shit. Yeah. You know? And we find out that uh, now his story um, is different a little bit from the one in the book. I mean, the one in the book, he's actually a military hero. And then in this one, he kills people by friendly fire. And I, and uh, I mean, that's. It's taken from real life stories. Yeah, what a what a haunting little bit of backstory yeah. for him. You know, he's he used that coin to his advantage at the dome, and then uh, he reveals to Julia, which I think makes him li- it makes her like him even more in a perverse way because she sees how much it it affects him. Yes, that you know he's no hero. He's responsible for the deaths of of you know dozens of soldiers on his side. He's he's trying to make an honest attempt at change. I mean, granted, he wasn't doing a great job of right. it before it's like the he dome gets, came down. Yeah, he gets out of the military because he's so upset about what he did, and mm-hmm. then he goes into another career that is not an honest career. So. Right, but he couldn't get work doing anything else. Right. You know, he's he's got a particular set of skills, uh, a la Liam Neeson, and that's 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 all he can really all he can really do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Julia, however, you know, she's like she has that one little speech that I liked where she was talking about how um, she didn't fit in in the town. But now that the domes come down, she kind of understands it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? What do you think is going through her mind right now? Husband abandoned her. She never wanted to move here, but now helping all these people, she's found purpose. Right. One that she hasn't had in a long time. And I think she also feels like, I mean, this town did not get any n- real big news, juicy news stories before the dome came down, I'm assuming. It's true. Yeah. And so for the first time ever, she gets to be a real reporter. She gets to go on the air and make all these important announcements. So. She probably feels like she felt back in Chicago, a more more like a real reporter. Yeah, for the first time in a long time. And then there's a sense of community here that you wouldn't get. Although Chicago is a can have a small town feel, but can it? Yeah, I've never I've, I've never lived in Chicago. I would oh, not know. I feel like everybody in Chicago knows each other. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's weird. It's a my big da- city. Yeah, my dad's from Chicago, and you're all. He's always like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy. I know that guy." You're like, "What?" I what? feel that way here, but really only in the comedy community. Um, here being Los Angeles. Anyway, um, so is Barbie still living in his car after this episode, or is she yeah, let him move back so. in? Oh dang! Still in the doghouse. Well, she'll probably let him move back in though after the hand holding. That's true. Well, it was just a little hand holding. Yeah, but when you share an experience like almost dying with somebody, I yeah. think I think that warrants like an invitation into your house. That's true. I mean, granted, we could we could, and this won't happen. But the next episode, episode six, could open and they literally burst through a front door and they're just having thank God we're alive sex. But that's not going to happen. It's not <laughs> going to happen. CBS because this is CBS, and also, I mean. <sighs> Don't you do it, Barbie. You killed her husband. You need to be more guilty than that, okay? You need to tell her, and then if she forgives you, 
then you can do it. He really is the tortured hero, though. He He's is. He's the all-time, like, tortured hero. He has so many problems and situations going so on and you just guilt. want to root for him and yeah you just want to root for him you want to root for him because he's capable and he's you know ultimately he's doing good things now mm-hmm. you know he gives phil his watch back yes his grandfather's yes. watch back but it, dang it j- don't i want you to do it but don't until you tell her because uh, then it's just going to be so messy and bad later. Right. Uh, I just want them to be happy. What's what's? We just want happiness under the dome. We just want everyone <laughs> under the dome to get together and be happy. Is that wasn't so the much whole to ask? Hands. And not turn into aliens, or do turn into aliens, but like you know, make a decision already. Happy aliens. Yeah. Um. There was there was a motif this week uh, about touching the dome. Yes. They, they're putting that back into our memory. Yes. And I'm wondering... Like, and, and they touch it, like, with a sense of, like, awe and wonder and almost the way that you would touch something, like, living and magical. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're touching it like people would touch a unicorn. Oh, I... That's I, how I would touch a unicorn. Definitely. With reverence. And the way, the yeah. way Big Jim touched it. Yeah. Like, huh? And then, ooh. Yes. Soft. Unicorn. Yeah. That's how I treat cats. Because I never really spent any time around animals when I was a kid. So, like, I I flip out whenever I get to pet something. Oh, my God. I I just become a mess. I am a mess. I just can't stop talking in voices. Anyway, this is not... This is not Matt Talks About Pets. This is (laughs) Under the Dome uh, with Matt and Jackie. So... Uh, Phil and Dodie also feel like I they should that. get together. I love that. Because you know what? I I didn't really understand, because we hadn't gotten enough of them together, yeah. that I didn't really understand if theirs was a work, working relationship, period, or if they were or if they were romantic as well. Oh, like already. And, yeah. And you mentioned last week that you thought they were going to hook up. And when they started dancing together, I was like, oh, it is romantic and I like it. Yeah. Oh, because come on. Yeah. He's so cute. Dang it. I just, I, what, when did I become such a softie? I used to be like this hard sci-fi guy. Oh, the dome is going to turn them into blah, blah, blah. No, I just want everyone to get together. And I like their cute little sarcastic banter. I know. Before. I hate you. I hate you too. Yeah. And then they're dancing together yeah. and to to a song that, has some meaning between them. Exactly. Quickly. He picked it out for her. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and it's, it was a song about a woman. It was like the end of the world, but it was also a song about a woman. I can't remember the exact song off the top of my head. Um, but, yeah, let's just let's just get everyone together so that a whole bunch of revelations can come out and then everyone can break up again and then wind up with somebody else. Okay. <laughs> This is how... This you just made this Melrose Place under the dome. It should be Melrose Place under the dome. It should be Melrose Place. There should be far more drinks getting thrown in Joe's face for being dumb. Uh, and in Ben's face. And then the dog can lick it off his face. <laughs> uh, and let's move into predictions, I think. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay, so we know that the government has abandoned everyone in the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that it almost started a war. China tried to attack the U.S. because yes. because the dome exists and it's affecting the magnetic fields of the planet. So, 
is the but dome- we also know now that the because I feel like there was some question in the last two episodes whether or not the military was actually involved. Yeah, and I was still questioning that myself. But now that they're bombing the dome, we know that they're trying to figure out what's going on too. Exactly. Well, they're done trying. They're just yeah. like, let's get rid of it. Yeah. So, is the dome here to screw with the people under the dome, or is it is it on the planet to affect? The magnetic, uh, the magnetic fields of Earth. That's like a new question yeah. that's been that's been posed, because the the people under the dome are either the guinea pigs, or they're just an unfortunate side effect of what could be called some sort of magnetic probe, mm-hmm. right? Magnetic probe from space or from the ether. We still haven't really ruled out whether or not this is supernatural. Yeah, because of um, because uh, really just because of that the phone video with with Joe and Nori and the and the sh- you know I can't imagine that a computer or that you know an alien being could really tap into him in that way like it, it on some level I feel like it's got to be supernatural in origin but it's a scientific thing mm-hmm. that's what's like getting me. But maybe it's something that's, like, alien but has supernatural qualities. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it could be from another planet. It could be from Because I feel future. like there's always stories about, like, alien possession yeah. as well. I still feel like on some level it's got to be... It's something that is judging humanity. Yeah. It is something either from... Testing them, too. Yes. Judging and testing humanity. Maybe even something that, you know falls down every 10,000 years, you know, or something. But, like, we just never knew about it. Did the dome kill the dinosaurs? Did the dome kill the dinosaurs? Exactly. Did the dome kill the dinosaurs? Did the dome uh, cause the fall of Atlantis or the Incan Empire? We don't know. Or, or not the Incans, the Aztecs. Like, what if the dome comes down when we've reached, like, the height of our powers as a race, you know, and then, and then... Judges us and whether or not we're allowed to continue to develop. I think that's an interesting point. Yeah, and I think also Junior might shoot Angie. Oh, I hope that doesn't I think happen. He might. I really don't want that to happen. No shooting. No shooting. I big like face. Angie. Okay, uh, Jackie. Predictions. That was my prediction. That was your prediction. Okay, uh, I don't think that Junior's going to kill Angie, and I think that uh, Big Jim's drug stuff is going to get exposed next episode. Jackie, where can the people find you? At one two three Jackie underscore B at Twitter. All right, and you can find me at Matt Lieberman on Twitter. That's M A T T L I E B E R M A N. You can also find sketch comedy featuring me at vlytv.com. And if you live in Los Angeles area and you love live comedy, you can come see me as a member of DJ Fawcett at the I.O. West Comedy Theater uh, the first Sunday of every month at 8 p.m. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.